Tim, you want to start us off with the pre-show? Yeah, I was hoping. Or are you waiting to see Eric's I was face? hoping Eric J was available. Well, I mean, I'm on a... Y'all can go. I'm still listening. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um... <laughs> All right, so pre-show question. What's the first thing that you're going to do or want to do when you get out of quarantine? I don't know, man. I Get something to eat. First thing you do is go touch it to go grab some food. See, I want to just see people. I just want to see, you know, I see I got people outside the crib right now, but they kind of weird and shit. Like, Wait, what? Yeah, it's this. Mm-mm. But I want to see other people. Like my people's and shit, you know, get out of here and. I mean, I was like, a lot of people that ain't gonna miss no more barbecues. I tell you that. No, it ain't the same. <laughs> like I, I miss seeing y'all in person on Tuesdays. Yeah. Terrorizing dudes when I come in the crib. <laughs> <laughs> Every week for no reason. <laughs> Ken, you all right, man? You 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 at the party already? Man? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right, kid. Like I thought his screen was frozen, but like no. he was blinking, so I'm like, <laughs> his eyes was frozen, bro. <laughs> Can't, bro. You muted. Yeah, man. I think oh, you muted. Damn, I ain't even on Twitter, bro. <laughs> smiling in the camera and shit. Hey, don't fuck you, though. <laughs> I was like, dang, kid, quiet, quiet. Kid, what you doing? You got a point, bro. Bro, I'm trying, I need to get my grades done, bro. I ain't got a lot to you. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, the eyebrows. Oh, yeah. I, I need a line. I need my dress done. That's the first thing. I ain't trying to go to no restaurants and stuff off top because it's going to be packed everywhere. Like the barbershop ain't going to be, be packed. More than anything. Huh? It's going to be like a three-week wait at the barbershop. Hey, I'll be in and out <laughs> when I get the money. No, everybody going to be there Everybody named Mama going to be going there. I'm going to be like, yo, nigga, as soon as I walk through the door, you already know what it is. <laughs> like, get out the seat? Hell yeah. Because I'm just getting a quick line, you know, get me real quick in and out of this bitch, you know? We out here. I don't know what I want to do with this shit, bro. I, I don't know what I want to do. You might as well keep growing, bitch. Yeah, it's going to keep, just like, keep letting it grow. Maybe man. I die blind and turn and be like a black Super Saiyan or some shit. Bro, chill out. All <laughs> <right>. <laughs> 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 we might as well start the show before he keep on rambling. Welcome to episode 144 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, laid back, lazy, a.k.a. Mr. Give it to me. Chilling. How y'all doing this week? That was better to you came up with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as? The Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And this is your boy, Kent Harris, the gentleman. Legend. The gentleman. Um, the everyday gentleman. 24-7. Um, but better known as KB. Take that. 
So make sure you follow us on www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. Also, you can find us on the Twitter and the Instagram at Technical File. You can also find us on Facebook at Technical File Podcast, which is our Facebook page. And you can also join our Facebook group, which is Technical File Pod Over Time, where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and fam. For sure. Yeah, like I said, commercial ad. Uh, no, it wasn't that good, bro. Either. <laughs> um, but like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing Technical File fam, um, share with everybody you know, everybody in the house. So give some, give everybody something to listen to, man. You know, put people on. That's what we need to do. We don't Better grow up. Somebody. You know, share with everybody, your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granny, everybody, co-workers. There you go. Take my challenge. I, don't, I I was trying to think of one on the fly. I can't even think of it. Uh, Hell, you I think we got like two memes. They're funny, though. Well, I think two people gave memes. Yeah, the mayor put like five of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> I still got to watch it. I've been meaning to, but then we've been trying to catch up on the other shit and stay up on the other shit. I started Homeland. That's a dope ass series. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing this really Homeland good. Is dope. Yeah. I'm on like season three. It's I dope. am on the final season of Breaking Bad. Oh, dope. Oh, you had the best mm. part. And um, I wish season four would have been the ending of the series. That was two players. Which but, was good. Uh, Gustavo Frank? Yeah. 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 But no, nah. it didn't. It didn't end there. He about to let his downfall. I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> the last three episodes are like. What you say? I don't know. Maybe. It's supposed to be the like second to last episodes. The second to last and third to last episodes are like the greatest episodes of episodic te- television I've ever seen in my life. Oh so shoot! You have that. You said the last what? The second and third to last episodes. Like the finale was cool, but it just kind of it's like the epilogue. But like those oh. last two. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last two before that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. So, so go back and I want, I I want real time uh, reactions. Like once you finish those two, in the group. all right. Uh, but wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google uh-huh. Podcasts, mm-hmm. Stitcher, yep, SoundCloud, yep, Spotify, Spotify, iHeartRadio. <laughs> Himalaya Like a like player Wooshka Wooshka And wherever you're listening to this podcast right now While there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate Five stars or better And review um, Those help us Spread the word uh, We appreciate it For sure Word is bun Top 10 listener cities From the last week Milwaukee, Wisconsin at number one Yeah, bitch Number uno all right, number two was quite surprising. Uh, it is Sittingbourne, United Kingdom. What? Oh, across the pond. Num- what up, UK? Across the pond. Number three was Riverside, California. Four was Minneapolis, Minnesota. Make it cold in Minnesota. Five was Racine, Wisconsin. Racilla. Shout out to the. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, boss. <laughs> we ain't gonna rip y'all because y'all listening, so. And they shoot. <laughs> Duh. You be on a shirt, bucko. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we don't want no problem. No smoke. Number six was Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte. Num- number seven was Douglasville, Georgia. Okay, Georgia. Eight is Huntley, Illinois. Nine is Houston, Texas. H-Town. And ten is Sacramento, California. It's got to be the most random. (laughs) (laughs) People searching some random stuff on quarantine and they finding us from from some wild places. Keep doing what you're doing, goddammit. (laughs) (laughs) International listeners include the United Kingdom, Ireland, France. France was back. And Tim's gone. (laughs) I'm here. Spain and Chile. Hey, Pierre been laying low, bro. He he had to come back when, you know, it was right. I definitely just said France. I know. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) This dude tripping right now. (laughs) Look at him. He's tripping right now, fam. I'm chilling, bro. Leave me alone. You have sleep. All right. (laughs) This is how you're dying. Well, your wife, like back. we can't see him. Why <laughs> anyway. your eyes on them? Eyes closed. Hold on a second. I'm trying to get that together. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the topics for the week, man. This nigga, <laughs> He's act. Are you laying down too? I am laying down. Literally, you sit up, man. Uh, what's wrong with this? Thing? I need to see your hands. Like you need to. <laughs> <laughs> That's only one of them, Bucko. I, I'm holding the phone with the other. What the fuck? I ain't got no uh, phone. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell, my other hand could be doing with the phone in the air? I got magic and shit. Hey, I'm hey, hey, hey. down. You got. You might get. <laughs> I ain't know your setup, man. You <laughs> learned some things during quarantine. <laughs> he got levitating phones now. <laughs> so, um, we wanted to do this week. We actually wanted to do a mailbag, an all mailbag, right? But we only got two questions. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, we're going to start with those two questions and then just get into some topics that I've pulled together for the week. So, and if y'all want to oh, send in some top, some questions or topics or whatever for next week, we are accepting because times is tough out here. And Slim picking the for hard times, but it doesn't work so much. Slim picking about here. <laughs> you know it's hard out here for me. Man, all right. I'm out here hooping by the crib though. What brought, the fact? They brought the courts out shit. <laughs> we ain't never going back outside. <laughs> they, were, oh. they was out here hooping. <laughs> my sister called me the other day. It was like, hey, what you doing tonight at like eight? I was like, in the crib? <laughs> she was like, I'm trying to go to my friend's house. Can you take me? Uh, can you drop me off? Uh, she out there in Brown Deer. I'm like, Bro, no, nah, social corn. I mean, uh, social distancing. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> it's like, no, nah, bro. Like, sit y'all asses down. No, nobody's like, people up. so damn thirsty to leave the house. Like, just chill. Like, you exactly <laughs> sit your ass down. We're gonna be the old people yelling at the clouds. <laughs> 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 All right. So, so, the first of two questions Jake asked, um, 
who is your favorite NWL member? Not us at Nerd World Order Podcast, because I already know it's me. Shout out, brothers. <laughs> laughing emojis, eye emojis. So he meant that. Like he laughing, but he meant that. I hear you. <laughs> Mike Doug, y'all, y'all hear that? He meant what he said. <laughs> he said, uh, but the original group though. And tell us why each of y'all chose who you chose. So I'm assuming that's the the real trio. X uh not X Five. X Five don't count. <laughs> oh, it's only the trio? Who's what you include? He said you the include original. Okay. Right. No, he did say the original. This is Kevin uh, Scott Hall and Hogan, right? That's yeah. what I would consider so the, the original. The original members. <laughs> yeah, that's the original. I my favorite. My, yeah. Go ahead, Ken. You start. Oh, my Kevin Ash. That was my dude. Big sexy bro. He. I don't know. Jack Knight Powerbomb was one of my favorite finishers. It is and, cold. Yeah. I mean, he was just. He was a cold big man to me. He was one of the coldest big men in wrestling to me. So, mine is Kevin Ash. Mine was Scott Hall. I was okay. always a fan of the Razor Ramon persona, and Scott Hall was pretty much just Razor Ramon without the name Razor Ramon and like more gritty. I was with him. Yeah. Throw agree. a toothpick at somebody. Uh, yeah, I agree with Camille. Actually, Scott Hall was one of my favorites. Um, I don't know, like you said, it was it was the persona, it was the the attitude, it was mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the toothpick for show for show. Like even if it's just that that insignificant of an item, but he shit that was his shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't toothpicks that motherfucker. Then we stab your eye out and then kick your ass. <laughs> Eric, who is yours? I know it's not Hogan. <laughs> uh yeah. No, he's uh all alone in last place on that one. Um <laughs> so like now I would say it's Scott Hall because I just didn't appreciate him in the time, but like Kevin Nash was just cool. So like he I was the mayor actually met uh, Kevin Nash. Oh, bro, that's dope. Was he big as hell? In the bathroom at Casablanca. On oh, what? That's that sounds cool. like Kevin Norman Ash- encounter. Kev- Kevin Nash, was just, he just walked in there, and Norman was kind of like, aw. Hello, Kevin. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. That's wild. That's interesting. That's, again, that's a Norman encounter, though. Right. All right. Um, Serial Sensei, shout out. Shout out, brother. What up, uh, he said, what are two sport-themed movies we should watch while on lockdown? That's a good question. I thought that was a great question, especially considering that next week we're going to be doing a watch-along. Indeed. Ooh, okay. You can jump it off. But, yeah, um, go ahead. Go ahead, dude. Wait, we got to answer this first question. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what are two sport-themed movies we should be watching while on lockdown? I'll go. Um, one is Hoop Dreams. If you haven't seen it before, it's a documentary. Um, like it's essential watching, as far as I'm concerned. If you're a basketball fan, like uh, it follows like two kids from the late '80s mm-hmm. in Chicago. Um, like they both start out at Isaiah Thomas's former high school, and it, like just shows like their lives basically through ninth grade to high school graduation. So it's like probably the greatest sports movie of all time as far as I'm concerned. Um but for like what's it uh, called? What'd you say? What's it called? Hoop Dreams. Dreams. I've heard of it never It's on if you got HBO Go, I think. Um uh, it's on there now. Um but yeah, worth a watch. Um a bonus documentary is Beyond the Mat. I was yeah, that's a good one. Um as far as like an actual movie movie <clears throat> 
Uh, I don't know. I would say Friday Night Lights is a good one. <clears throat> yeah. You want to win for Booby in? <laughs> want to win for Booby in, dog. He's supposed yeah. to be the greatest. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's a good one, especially in uh, remember the Titans for football fans as well. Yeah, oh, I don't mind. Uh, any given Sunday, oh, yeah, that was oh. what I was gonna say. Willie yeah. Beeman, <laughs> I was looking for that song online too. Really, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no Vic. I'm gonna go with uh, it's poor Vic, though. Like, that's the craziest part. Like, that yeah, came was. out in '99, yeah, '99, yeah. one of them. Well, Vic was in what. He was in Virginia Tech at the time, wasn't he? So he was in college. It would have been like uh, the same exact time, I think. Like his, because he only played two years of college. Because he registered his freshman year, he was the first pick in two thousand one. So yeah, ninety nine so, yeah. would have been his freshman year, and the movie would have been either coming out or already out by then. They heard the rumors of him in, in the high school and had to put that in the movie. Man, that's not like a damn good story. Quarterback that don't listen and don't know the plays and shit. <laughs> the thing I just watched it because it just came back to um, Netflix mm-hmm. but like that whole movie is set over the course of a month of a season I'm like y'all could have stretched this out <laughs> a little bit like become a superstar in three games and one of them bro that last there. game made it seem like it was the season ender bro like yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, The Fighter I, okay. always, I love that movie but I feel like it doesn't get enough attention with uh, Christian Bale and uh Wahlberg, right? Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Very good movie. Christian Bale lost all kinds of weight for that yeah, movie. He looked crackish. He, yeah. He was committed. Yeah. For sure. And uh, <clears throat> the other one, I'm going to put this in the poll, so I'm going to just say it here, too. I'm going to go with Dodgeball, because sometimes you need to laugh. Hmm. And yeah. uh, that movie is just hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Semi-Pro is back on uh, Netflix now, too. Watch that. Oh, is it? Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Lummy uh-huh. Sexy was on the yeah Lummy Sexy <laughs> <laughs> any other movies uh, my Coach Carter that's an enjoyable yeah what did you say Coach, Coach Carter. Carter oh yeah Um, and then Creed Creed 1 and 2 basically mm-hmm. those definitely always always good enjoyable movies and I'm not a boxing fan <clears throat> boxing movies just be so good have y'all seen Million Dollar Baby? <clears throat> yes. No. no, I haven't seen it. Is it good? I watched it once to say that I watched it. It was fine. Uh, it didn't like do something. Good. Does the Fight Club count as a sport movie? Because I would say watch Fight Club. No, I ain't about to <laughs> well, anyways, watch Fight Club. Dude, what was your question? <laughs> Okay. So would you would you explain those uh what that means for someone who wasn't paying attention? Oh, they can't hear you? No. Uh, oh. I, can, I can do it. Uh so right now NBA and ESPN I think is more so driving it. But like they have a two K tournament set up with the players like we discussed last week. Um so as opposed to what we thought it was gonna be, they're actually picking <laughs> just playing <laughs> and a bunch of them are picking the Bucks. Uh, so I'm like, is, are the Bucks like the cheat team now in 2K? Yes. yes. Giannis is the cheat <laughs> player, bro. He yeah. cannot be stopped. Yeah. And they got all those shooters around him. You just, if yeah. it ain't the rim, you just kick out. And he go grab the boards and kick out or go back up. He go dump on everybody, bro. He, he grabs some everybody. crazy boards. 
You're like six eleven with a ninety six speed on the game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Bro, White Side had the Lakers looking trash, bro. Yeah, he did. I blew out. Did he get blew out by like fifty or something, bro? He's playing Beverly, right? Yeah, he's playing Pat Beverly. Pat Bev is one of them niggas who so, be on the game who you be wanting to be one of the punch, man. The like, whole time, he wasn't. He wasn't that young man. He had LeBron out here looking trash. I was like, come on, bro. LeBron oh, wait, sorry. I just realized that they couldn't hear Duke. So the question was, what do we think about what the NBA is trying to do with the 2K tournament? And um, <clears throat> what else did you say? My bad. Horse. And the horse. Oh, game. and the horse. horse. See, I mean, it was actually more entertaining than I thought. I didn't watch it, like, live on TV. Like, I just watched whatever clips were posted about some of the highlights. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting to hear about which players are actually good at the game and which ones aren't. Mm-hmm. And horse is always interesting. Like, it's luck of a draw game, but I'm always down to watch a little game of horse. I mean, everybody got home court advantage, too. Yep. <laughs> They're going to be shooting it from wherever they at. So <clears throat> that would be interesting. I'd be interested in seeing that. <laughs> Versus hoop or horse edition. <laughs> right. Put your, put your they, IG uh, live on. <laughs> what year was that KD was in that uh, horse competition? You said what? I said, what year was it that KD was uh, playing that game? They did horse? it for like two years, but it was boring as hell. Um, I think I want to say it was like around 10, 11. Yeah, I remember that. Hey, that motherfucker there. I, that he that he made me a believer with. I think that was the same year of Rucker Park, wasn't it? Yeah. The Rucker Park game kind of was like I was like, oh shit, this nigga is cold. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, it was like, okay, this motherfucker really like Slim Reaper for real, for real. So um, reports came out that it was a done deal for Lamelo Ball to purchase the Australian National Basketball League. Cannot pronounce the name of his team. I war I warrior. The Hawks, okay? They're the Hawks in the NBL. Um, Those like Illawarra. That's it. NBL commissioner came out and said that uh, Ball and his camp got a little too ahead of themselves with that announcement. Why? He said, quote, since LaMelo Ball's team made those comments, we've had another two or three expressions of interest from very significant offshore investors, as well as another two or three locals who have put their hand up to show interest. These are really well-credentialed individuals and organizations, so it's a promising sign, end quote. Pretty much, Melo spoke before the deal was done, and now it's other buyers in the game. Mm. So now the price is going up. Damn. That's one of the with a 14-year-old. Okay, he's 18. He likes it from his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better doubt blind everything on his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, I thought the deal was done. Stop talking before shit is done, bro. That's like a family trait or something. Like, damn. Too quick on the draw. You got what Lil Wayne say? Real G's moving silence? Uh, like lasagna? No, niggas with money moving silence. <laughs> they all crept up on them like that, dog. Like now you, no, you, you about to get bought out. Real G's too. Frank Lucas was moving like you know a G until you know he wore the wrong outfit. Didn't he have a lot of money too? He had all the money, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying niggas with money, they quiet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, WrestleMania 36 was this weekend. Today affair. <laughs> what was your favorite match from the weekend? Hmm. I it just was a good card, man. 
Yeah, it was actually way better than I expected, by the way. Octane would be good. I thought it was going to be a good card from the jump. It was minus like three matches. I'm like, this is going to be a good card. Yeah, but the issue was no crowd. Like, I didn't know how that was going to come yeah. off entertainment wise. Mm-hmm. Um, What was the match of the. I'll start. Uh, I'll go with the Boneyard match. That shit was fun as hell. <laughs> I just watched it. That's it. Bro, they sent putties out on Undertaker. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Some niggas bust down the gate. I was like, nigga, they got putties out here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he popped out and started, uh, we popped out the casket and started laughing at AJ Styles, bro. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> it was. It made Taker look really good. And I was like, that's something. That, that was perfect. That was perfect for him. I really oh, enjoyed this, that. Oh, yeah. He got the wrestle. They was able to speed his punches up a little bit and you know, <laughs> put a little pop on him. He got a mid-match break. Like, they had to... Right. They had to cut when he was in the... Spoiler alert, when he was in the grave. Um, so he came back looking all refreshed and rejuvenated. I told Sam, I was like, I wonder how long it's going to take for this cut to magically disappear. Oh, no, he really got <laughs> cut, for real, for real. They actually had to yeah, stop no. for a while and uh, during filming and try to slow that bleeding down. It looked bad from the jump because it looked like his skin was all poked yeah. out and shit. I was like, what? He got... I was like, damn, it started off like that. He already... <laughs> God damn. I, I, I like the the shit talking like you like throughout the entire uh, event like you could actually hear like the wrestlers talking shit to each other but especially mm-hmm. during the bowling yard match like it was just constant trash talk. Yeah, that was tight. Like, a yes. lot of them. I like that. Uh, uh, Charlotte and uh, Rhea Ripley did a really good job of that too. That was. Yeah. I'm surprised they let Charlotte. I was surprised they let Charlotte win, but I wasn't. Were you really surprised? Because it's like really, 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 really strong in this whole time. I was like, the only thing I could think of is I like, one who's going to challenge Charlotte down there in NXT. So now they got to build new chicks up. That's the point. Without really building, but I mean, they haven't really built anybody. Like the next person that would have been Bianca. Bianca's up now. So she, she can same. still challenge her. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, who's after? Can we say who's after Rhea Ripley right now? I was like, Tegan Knox, maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, well, I mean, they won't be wrestling for a long time, so we'll see what happens when they reset. That is true too. Well, apparently, she's supposed to be doing double duty. Like she's supposed to be still. She, I guess they gave her the title because they wanted her to get the ratings on NXT to help with the ratings uh, with AEW. But she's still gonna be on the regular roster too. That's why I'm like anybody can really challenge for it. If Charlotte got it, it feels like like Sasha Banks could be like, I want that title. Hmm. Who knows? Come and take this L then. Uh, uh, the triple threat uh, tag team title match with the ladder. That oh, when it was just singles. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good concept. That was a dope idea. That was a real dope idea. It was smart. Um, go ahead, Ken. No, I, I was going to say, I was going to another match. But I wanna... Go right on ahead. Um, um, the Fiend and John Cena. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed like the storytelling. Like it made like the thing he's like Bray Wyatt is really good storytelling. Yeah, it's actually dope. I actually like the Firefly like, match re- more than the Boneyard match. Like I like both of them, yeah. but if I had to pick one, I enjoyed the Firefly one more. Yeah, it was dope. It was trippy. Yeah, yeah. it went through <laughs> Cena's whole career and like all of his fears and regrets mm-hmm. and stuff. Like oh, it, was, yeah. it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Well, I love that it was well thought out, thought out. Like you know, it was real written and everything. So yeah, I enjoyed that, the time and effort that was put into it. Yeah, one, I want to take my victory lap for saying it need to be more theatrical. But <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like I feel like 
the Boneyard match was like an action movie, whereas like the Firefly thing was like a art piece. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like makes two, sense, they're yeah. two different things, but like I enjoyed them both for vastly different reasons. But Same. they were mm-hmm. both really well done, and like I. I wouldn't mind seeing like stuff like that incorporated more. Like mm-hmm. obviously, like they still have to do like the live shows, and they should because like that's what business is built on. But like being open to like involving stuff like that more, like can kind of enhance a story, or you know, like you're not just confined to okay, what can these two guys do in the ring for thirty minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, live crap. I mean, after that Boneyard match, Matt Hardy's Twitter blew up. Everybody was like, yo, you started this match with all the broken stuff. Like, mm-hmm. this is you. And he was very gracious and just thanked everybody, shouted out his producers and said he pre- he thought both matches were beautiful. Mm-hmm. So they said that uh, Bray took a lot of the creative control for this match, too. That's dope. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, he really trying to, you know, but, like, shout out to Cena for allowing that, though, because, like, it was yeah. his story the entire yes. way, like, and commentary on, like, his career. So, like, if he didn't yeah. have complete buy-in from Cena, like, it don't matter what it Ray's, matter. Uh, yeah. vision yeah. was. So, yeah. shout out to Cena, too. For sure. Well, how'd you feel about the Edge-Randy Orton match? Man, it was fucking long. <laughs> I was like, it was almost 40 minutes long. It was way It was way like I just don't like last man standing matches. Like it's a it's a stipulation that lends itself to boredom because like you have to watch them count to ten or count to nine like thirty times before you actually exactly. get to a point where it's believable that this might actually end the match. So it's like so it's like NASCAR. Sure, you just watch them go the same circle five hundred times <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, I feel like you could have made that, like, a false count anywhere match and had the same kind of story be told. True. Yeah. And it's in the match, too. But it it moves a lot faster, and, like, it actually, you know, like, there are near falls and stuff like that. Like, there's really no suspense when it's like, eight, nine, holy fuck. Yeah. I I hear you. A lot of times, he shouldn't have been counting. He should have counted ten a lot of times. Let's be real here. I I did. I did enjoy uh, the story they told in the match mm-hmm. outside of the hanging part. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that hanging, like a lot of like a lot of people were like going crazy about it, like on the internet because they're saying they're basically like kind of reenacting, you know, Chris Benoit's situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that's a reach? I mean, it was it was very visual and. Mm-hmm. The, what's it called it just aired um, Dark Side of the Ring mm-hmm. yeah, everybody exactly. was just reminded about everything he did mm-hmm. I don't know did we ever talk about that I don't think so I never watched it oh god I haven't oh, watched, watched it yet no that shit it's good it's well done <laughs> I wouldn't say it's good cause it's, 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 it's a really tough watch but it was well done yeah I was like I gotta prepare myself to be yeah, yeah. To I haven't felt up. like I was yeah, I haven't been in the in the right here. Same. Yeah, quarantine ain't, ain't a great time. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, so you know, did you guys think any matches were actually improved by not having an audience? Again, like the boneyard. Like I think that because I just don't think Taker can like actually go for however long he's needed to mm-hmm. make something like that mm-hmm. happen in real time. Um, <laughs> Other than that, no. Like I feel like everything else, like they kind of performed it as if there was a crowd. Like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I thought um, I agree with that for the most part. I thought that Becky match, they were really wild. Whose match? Becky Lynch and um. Oh. Same yeah. yeah. Like they were intentionally loud with their punches, with with everything they landed. Like it was, it was pretty well done. Like they played to the empty mm-hmm. arena well. But some of those matches, like that, actually that Charlotte match, I was like, they deserved a crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd have been wild with the uh, what's the name debut coming to save her husband? That would have been wild. With yeah, the crowd. yeah. Even the oldest match was cute. Which I didn't expect to think, but I didn't, I didn't expect that either. But that was it was cute. It was it was, it was, it was cute. cute. <laughs> he carried her off. Right. All in all, I thought WrestleMania 36 was actually pretty good. It would have yeah. been. Yeah. I, so you can we say it would have been even better with the crowd then? I think this portion people would have kind of stepped their games up even more. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I don't, I don't know one way or the other. How would you feel as being like a new up-and-coming wrestler and this is your first WrestleMania, but it was with no crowd? Like, do you still feel like you get the full WrestleMania effect? I thought or, it was. Or do you feel like, you know, like it tarnishes it a little bit? I think that I, look, I would look at it like an uh, uh, NBA player coming in and their rookie season is like a lockout year. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you technically there, but it's not the full experience. Mm-hmm. Like you don't go through the full eighty two. Mm-hmm. So like when you come back next year, like it's still gonna be like your first first, but mm-hmm. yeah. see the crowd. You ain't you ain't see that massive crowd in this huge right. ass stadium. Yeah. You get to put your special uh-huh. costume on and see the oohs and eyes and the pictures <laughs> shit coming down the ramp. Like yeah. and if, anything, if anything, it's easier for them because like it's a place where they've been. Like that's their home. Yeah you know, at home venue or whatever, like, they've spent more time at the Performance Center than probably yeah. anywhere in the world. Yeah. Surprise! Braun Strowman won the damn title. That was a surprise. I was like, holy shit, he actually won the damn belt. I mean, I was like, I was like, Eric explained why that could be last week. Because Colbert's like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> Same thing with Braun. Like, this is it, buddy. Sit, buckle. <laughs> I don't, I don't appreciate them doing the same exact match twice, though. Like, it was literally yeah. the same, literally match the same was. formula. Like, just swap out the wrestlers and the and, and the, the moves, uh, the actual moves. Same <laughs> damn formula. Facts. Next up on the list. What you I don't know. I just felt like they know that felt right at the moment. <laughs> Rumor has it that HBO's Hard Knocks is planning to supersize this season and feature two teams in the same summer, which would be a first for the show. That's a lot. Those two teams would be the Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, this is all assuming they have training camp. <laughs> which LA team do y'all think would be more interesting to watch? It depends on what they do at quarterback for the Chargers. You think so? You don't think it'll be interesting regardless that it's a new quarterback for the first time and God. Well, like if they bring in like Cam and they draft Tua, then it's like, oh, that's it. That's super interesting. Whereas if they get like Justin Herbert and some <laughs> like Ryan Fitzpatrick-esque quarterback, then it's like, eh, you know, <laughs> I can do without that. That's 
They were really talking about uh, it was on the table that Cleveland might trade it. Well, was thinking about trading to Miami or Miami was trying to get the number one pick. I was like, why in the hell would y'all do that? Right. But Miami wants what's the name too, so they was thinking like a, a Ricky Ricky Williams type trade where they would damn near give up the whole damn draft. For uh, what's the name? Burrow. Yeah, for Joe Burrow. Oh. They they've been spending money this offseason, so they got a lot of veterans in. They got a lot of talent in now. The, plus the former picks that they've had, mm-hmm. uh, they put them to mortgage everything to bank it on. Hey, all we missing is Joe. Yeah. Ain't nothing concrete, but it's been rumors out there that they've been kind of like, hey, they've been floating it out there. I'm like, that's interesting. I thought they all in on Joe, but we'll see. Things change. Um, there's no announcement planned on that Hard Knocks announcement uh, this week because the NFL and NFL films are focused on the first virtual draft in league history. So, yeah, the NFL is going to have a virtual draft. How do y'all think that's going to go? And um, as you ponder that, Ravens head coach John Harbaugh, he has concerns over the draft being hacked. And I want to know what y'all think about that as well. Mm-hmm. He sounds like a oh, that man that doesn't know how like <laughs> security works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Zoom been getting hacked. Uh, I would imagine that the NFL has better security than Zoom. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And it's only connecting like 31 different locations, I would think, but they probably have a no. Each uh, each um, member of the staff is in their own individual home, so like each team has a network of virtual meetings. (laughs) Pretty much one for the meeting, one for the draft. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, they only need one person to kind of communicate with the league. Yeah, it's actually going to be on the GM, that final decision. Right, but you got to communicate with your whole board of, and trust your team, your scouts and shit like that. So you got all of them, your coaches is in there. So you got that meeting on that phone, and then you got the league on the other phone. What's crazy is the Saints actually had set up like this whole real smooth setup at one of like their owner's business parks where they had like everybody had enough space. Like it was all compliant so that they could all be there together virtually, mm-hmm. like all on the computer. And then the NFL's like, no, everybody got to be at home. <laughs> there's no there's no advantages here everybody at home Malik better not sync the damn show you said what so Malik done found a way to sync the iPad to our TV when he want to play like Netflix and stuff like that so randomly if you, the TV off it just blast on with whatever he playing on the damn iPad bro Scared y'all just gotta disconnect your TV <laughs> from the iPad we gotta turn the Bluetooth off that's what I'm saying yeah and y'all got a baby tech genius over there dude <laughs> so since we're talking about uh, schedules and whatnot, uh, NBA and Players Union they're actually assessing potential COVID nineteen rapid test options. God, what's going on? Damn kid, all that noise. You good, brother? You mute again, bro. No, I'm up. I'm on you know. Did you cover your mouth? Say so what, nigga? <laughs> Mm. Uh, in recent weeks, officials within the NBA and the NBPA have been collaborating and assessing the viability of multiple blood testing devices for the coronavirus that could provide accurate results within a matter of minutes. A process that would hopefully enable the league to track the virus in what is considered a critical first step toward resuming playing in the future. So, 
what this test would look like is kind of like a diabetes, like blood testing in which someone could, you know, like get their finger pricked and be tested quickly and get results in like 15 minutes. Uh, can we make sure that they share this with like hospitals and shit first before we start working yeah. with the NBA players? A quote actually from a longtime NBA head athletic trainer said, we are going to be clearly second in line to healthcare uh, workers, transportation workers, public workers, things along those lines. Um, but many team officials all said that, like, we kind of got to be conscious of the fact that there's a nationwide shortage of tests. Mm. Which they got in trouble for, like, when, like, all the jazz players were and thunder players were able to be tested, like, within one night. And other people are yeah. waiting, like, weeks for their results. We're getting turned away because symptoms aren't severe enough trying to save tests. and Right. Like, yeah. Uh, Commissioner Adam Silver, though, he said he, he does not expect to make any decisions on the NBA season until at least May. I still stand by. I don't think that it's going to happen. Like, I think that we can just chalk this season up for as a L. And, like, at this point, the start of next season is probably in jeopardy, especially with, like, having fans in the stands. Like, I can't imagine, like Ken was saying earlier, like, people aren't going to want to go out to, like, mass gatherings, like, straight away. Yeah. Not at all. It won't be safe either, probably. You know what I mean? Like, I said, I'm waiting at least a month. Mm, man. Yeah, after the all clear, bro, because you still don't know. Damn, they're longer than that whenever, shit. And that's just for, like, resuming, like, regular everyday activities. Like, going to an arena with 18,000 people, like, man, my just feels like you're playing with fire. <laughs> Shoot, I have a panic attack in a movie theater. Right. This is, you know, like, this problem, this is, like, Go change kind of like how we, you know, like how we live mm-hmm. like after this. It's still gonna affect us because that's still gonna be in our mind. Like this shit can happen again. We living through history. Yeah, facts. Yeah, we really are. The documentaries about this time are going to be fascinating. Yeah, that, for sure. We'll see how much is fabricated. <laughs> <laughs> how much they will cut out and shit. I mean, you already got people going against claiming that they didn't say stuff, stuff that was like widely circulated in mm-hmm. news conferences and bi- viral clips. Oh, I never said that. The whole like, damn, the whole damn got government moves. got Rick James disease and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> MLB, Major League Baseball, they're talking about coming back too. So them and their players. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, one last thing about the NBA. Like I, like, I appreciate them like looking out for their business concerns and like of all people, I miss basketball, so like I would love to have it come back. But like, we had we gotta have priorities here. Like as far as you know, like I don't think that there should be a rush to try to finish the season just for finishing mm-hmm. the season's sake. Like for the safety of the players, everybody involved, referees, scorekeepers, commentators, like all those people will have to be presumably um, around to like host these games, like. It just it, it doesn't seem important enough to kind of put all those people in harm's way, whether we have like rabbit testing or not. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, and and that can apply to this MLB story that we're about to go to too. So they're thinking of starting to start their season as early as May, and they have the support of high-ranking federal public health officials who believe the league can safely operate amid the coronavirus pandemic. Now, here's their plan. It would dictate that all 30 teams play games at stadiums with no fans in the Phoenix area, including the Arizona Diamondbacks, Chase Field, 10 spring training facilities, and perhaps other nearby fields. 
players, coaching staff, and other essential personnel would have to be sequestered at local hotels where they would live in relative isolation and travel only to and from the stadium. So they're not living with their families. They are in Arizona and only in Arizona. Mm. Uh, Federal officials at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as well as the National Institutes of Health, have been supportive of a plan that would adhere to strict isolation promote social distancing, and allow the MLB to become the first professional sport to return. The MLB did issue a statement saying that, you know, while this plan has been discussed, we have not settled on the option or developed a detailed plan. What do y'all think about their plan of attack against the virus? Um, what's the... I don't feel like... I don't understand what the rush is. Like, if you see... All money. Other, it's money. Yeah, it's money at the end of the day. Like it's only the money. You see all these other professional, you know, sports and stuff holding off against, you know, trying to see how everything play out, but y'all want to jump the gun like so quick and then put so many lives at you know at risk at danger. Like that's not that's not cool. They only shut it down because the NBA shut it down. Had the NBA not MLB was <laughs> they was like, damn, like damn, we really gotta do it. If they doing it, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't like they really <laughs> wanted to. So of course they'll probably be the first ones because even they were saying like, oh yeah, well you guys can just play in front of stadiums with no fans at all, and the players like, nah, fuck that. And MLB trying to be the first sport back because then every network's thirsty for live sports. So exactly. the, the money go up, the check go up, the bag go up, everything go up. Yeah, and like again, we're talking about like billions of dollars that are at stake. Like if the NBA doesn't uh-huh. finish this season, if the MLB doesn't play this season, so I, like, I get that it's important for like the health and vi- long term viability of these leagues to try to come back as quickly as possible. But like, how will it look to the public if you guys are devoting resources and testing and health professionals to make sure that Bruh. these things run? smoothly and that you're testing everybody on a daily basis to make sure nobody gets this or not spreading it to other people. Like when, like, you know, like thousands of people are dying each day around the country for, you know, from this uh, virus. So, like, I don't think, like, it seems like they're, jump, like you said, they're jumping the gun to kind of be the first ones back, but it's like, you don't, I wouldn't want to be the first one back. I wouldn't <laughs> want to take that hit, like, to be quite honest, like, because if, if one thing goes wrong, then everybody is second-guessing. Like, well, what the hell? Like, why would you do that in the first place? So, mm-hmm. Right. Like, this is a time to exercise restraint and, like, be patient and kind of, like, let things kind of play out until we get to a point where we can kind of be confident that the worst is behind us and that we have a plan in place to combat everything. And that's something the NBA said. Like, we were the first ones to shut down. Like, if we're going to be the first ones back, we got to make sure we're the first ones back in the right way. So, mm. Right. They're trying to at least... They're trying to do it the right way as well and so they don't come out looking like the bag. The last thing they need is another PR stunt after the whole China thing in the first place. And meanwhile, you got UFC President Dana White. Wow, Mortal Kombat. He said, fuck the bullshit. I got an island, bitch. <laughs> he said he was taking the UFC to a private island to host events. Quote, I'm a day or two away from securing a private island, I won't be able to get international fighters, all of them, into the U.S. So I have a private island. I'm going to start flying them all into the private island and doing international fights from there, end quote. I think I saw on a little ESPN scrolly here that he actually did purchase the island. Oh, for real? Like, if someone could verify that, like, but I'm pretty sure they say he purchased the island. The first thing that came to my mind was Mortal Kombat. 
Yeah, someone said that Mortal Kombat. Like, real talk, I'm first thing. And I was just like, yo, you finna get to put these niggas on island. They were like, fight for them. <laughs> and this isn't even like a situation like WWE where like you can kind of control what's going on. And like, mm-hmm. if there's like, there's oh, yeah, going to be blood, there's going to be like all types of like, I don't know, very close contact between these people and they're in a sequestered area. Like, again, like, I know the almighty dollar is what drives everything, so if he can get away with it, he's gonna do it, but this just seems like a very bad idea. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a bad idea. And uh, the president he actually had a phone call with all the major sport league or sport league commissioners around the nation. Um, and he said that he believes the NFL season should start on time and that he hopes to have fans back in stadiums and arenas by August and September. Although it is currently unclear if medical experts find that to be a realistic timeline. He goes talking. For real. <laughs> I saw a tweet earlier. They were like, "You doing a lot of talking and tweeting for somebody that owe me twelve hundred dollars." Y'all think we gonna get them checks? No, I don't think they'll they'll be there. It's just gonna be weird. Uh, his top financial advisor or economic advisor said today that they plan on the re- the economy reopening in four to eight weeks. A couple hours ago, I like I still like two two months. Where's your <laughs> Joe Biden just disappeared, yo. Like, he ain't running no... <laughs> he just gave up. How you gonna get votes now? We ain't seen you since this happened, bro. He been doing some uh, living room interviews. <laughs> that, that nigga ain't been out here. <laughs> We've been seeing and hearing Donald Trump literally every day. Yeah, but it's for the wrong reason. So if I was exactly. Biden, I'd, be like, I'd be shutting the fuck up. Like, let him hang himself. Like, I don't, oh, I don't need to be out here saying nothing yeah, stupid. That's true. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they got some new uniforms. If y'all haven't seen them, the picture is in the in our doc. Uh, the alarm clock numbers are gone. They gone. <laughs> the alarm clock numbers? They gone, y'all. Like, they low key, uniforms. Yeah, they low-key look like the Falcons jerseys, too. Ah! Especially the white ones. The dirty birds. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because the Falcons had a little video today where you see somebody, like, taking the jerseys and the helmets and throwing them, like, away. And they say, like, 414, like, a new look is coming. Yeah. So I feel like they just gave their jerseys to the Buccaneers and said, throw your colors on. Right. Y'all can have these. I mean, right, they're cool. Uh, they, they cool. They cool. Gotta ask the Bucks fans how they feel about it. Hey, Buccaneers. I'm not even, I'm not giving them that nickname no more. Just only one buck. The bucks. Hey, they're going to be the buckaroos, dude. <laughs> there you go. The Tampa Bay buckaroos. Halfway buckaroos. Okay. And last but not least, Sony. They released photos of the PlayStation 5 controller. It is no longer the, the dual shot. I ain't even it's called it. the dual sense. The picture in the group. I got it in the, uh, the doc. I mean. So, what do y'all think of the design? And also, are y'all planning to get a PS5? Um, smooth design, and yes. To answer the late question. Okay. It looks kind of like an Xbox controller. It do. Yeah, it do. I was just for the... I like Xbox. It but looks no. like it's a little bit bigger. 
I definitely plan on purchasing one. I'm trying to convince the wife to, um, you know, go ahead and handle that. <laughs> I do like kind of shout out to my job because I'm still getting paid like my regular rate, so I'm actually saving money by being in the house. So I'm not spending. Dude, I was yesterday, bro. I looked at my account. I was like, "Yo, like, what's anybody right now?" Right. <laughs> I'm not spending it because you know, like things can change rapidly. But I uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. That and like most of my money goes to like DoorDash and whatnot. Yep. And I'm not ordering no food right now, so I'm just I ain't gonna lie, I've been tired of it though. I am too. I'm getting tired, tired. Yeah. Yeah, I broke down. We got uh, cousins over the weekend. It was good, wasn't Man. it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we still holding out on fast food. Like, yeah. I don't know how much longer I'm gonna last, man. I don't know. Uh, it might be soon. I might break. I really want some fuck. That's what I really want. Some what? Pho. Oh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what the <fuck> is that? <laughs> you seen it? It's spelled. <laughs> it's spelled P H O, but it's pronounced pho. Oh, it's like oh. Roman. It's like Roman, bro. No, but the noodles are so much like more thin and like. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like the anime noodles. Anime. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like those. I like anime noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Any blow the whistles this week? No, ma'am. On the Rona, goddammit. I, I got to blow the whistle, but it's not sports related. So I'm going right, to keep it ahead. real brief. All right, F it. Let's go to blow the whistle, man. All right, now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tease ass up. The floor is yours, sir. My blood whistle is on uh, Speaker Robin Boss and Senator Scott Fitzgerald of Wisconsin. Like, oh, these man. assholes, like, overturned the governor's ruling to postpone the election because, you know, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic where people aren't supposed to go anywhere. Like, Robin Boss is a dumbass. He was on TV this morning talking about it's safe to go out. He's in, like, full PPE gear, like, gloves, masks, scrubs, like, if it's that safe to be out here where people should be standing in line for hours on mm-hmm. end, like, you wouldn't need all that shit. So you're like, like, it's just, don't lie to me in my face. Like, if you want to steal the election, like, say that's what the fuck you're doing, because it's clearly that's what you're trying to do. So, like, you're putting people at risk just so that you can secure a state Supreme Court seat, because that's all it is. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. it's reckless, and, like, I'm really, I'm not even disappointed. Like, these people are fucking evil. And, like, I know this is, you know, it's usually a... No, nah, fuck that. It's a political statement. Fuck them. Like, they are trash. And if you support them, fuck you, too. Well, maybe some people will feel differently now that they was forced to come out the crib to vote for them. Maybe they won't vote for them. No, some, some people won't. Like, I feel like if your whole strategy to gain power is to keep people from voting, that means that your shit ain't popular. And, like, you're not actually representing the people. Not at all. Like, if you really believe in your in your beliefs and you willing to stand on them, they should like they should stand the test of popular opinion. Yeah, and I bet you crash a hooping too. <laughs> oh, you know what? I gotta blow the whistle too. It's a little bit more lighthearted. I'm blowing the whistle um, on the push up challenge that was on Instagram. Tim, because um, I tried to do some push ups. What's going on? And and now I got a cyst in my wrist, and it's because of them push-ups. How many do you do? I actually tweaked my back. I took it from the whole time. Oh, dog. 
I was like, I took them. I think I took my back. She's like, why are you saying that? I was like, because every time I go, like, my, I move my arms and I stretch them forward or backwards. I was like, there's a sharp pain that goes through, like, my whole shoulder blade. And she was like, you need to sit your ass down. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you definitely was overworking your muscles. You didn't taking no breaks. I should be back. But yeah, my blow the whistle was on the push up challenge because now I'm in pain. I hope it goes away on its own. I hope it goes away. Yeah, no, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna uh, gain these 20 pounds or whatever it is. And just like that's just, just on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Take top five times. Five, four, three, two, one. Tag top five. That was a good list. Last week's tag top five was Dream WrestleMania matches. No one was a winner that week. What? <laughs> Go away, Mike. Tim getting terrorized by his son. Duh, he keep trying to turn this damn thing on Netflix, and every time he turns it on, he runs to the door. <laughs> Get it? Oh, he know what he doing. Hey, he know what he doing. A little terrorist. <laughs> this week's Tech Top 5, since all the rages, those IG music battles, it is going to be our Dream versus matchups. So, Tim, who you got? Point of clarification. Um... Is it just like producers and songwriters, or can it be like featured artists? I thought it was producer songwriter. I thought uh, it, it, it could be artists. Yeah, I thought it I could thought be it gonna... writers, uh, artists, anything. Hit for hit. Yeah, I thought it could be anything. Okay. Oh, well, I just did. Uh, uh, yeah, but I did uh, people who I did <laughs> people who have not just their own music, like they had to have something else to make it more interesting. So we're right. we doing just a live. Of course. We can't have no Prince versus Whitney Houston in his own verses. <laughs> I mean, if there was a line, I'd have been lit. It would have been, yeah, been, been Prince and Mike. It would have been Prince and Mike. A hologram uh, battle. No. Pocket uh, Biggie. <laughs> right. So, number five. Uh, I'm going to do Timberland versus Neo. All right. Okay. Uh, Tim Washington. Number four. I got Kanye versus Pharrell. Yeah, uh, that's on my list too. Number three, I got uh, Brian Michael Cox versus Diddy. Okay, Brian okay. Michael Cox getting washed. Yeah, he Ooh, is. Brian Michael Cox got some. No. Diddy, I understand bro. you, but it's Diddy. Diddy, bro. Diddy's catalog's too expansive. Twenty's exactly. gonna be too easy for him. His top twenty is just. It's ridiculous, bro. We'll see. I think I think Brian Michael Cox is giving a definite run for his money, especially with for features. Sure, for sure. I mean, because he has a huge R and B bag, absolutely ginormous. We know that, but Diddy got hit. Period. Anyway, number two, I got Dr. Dre versus Teddy Riley. I like that. Be nice. Hip hop versus uh, you have some very interesting combinations. Nice hip hop versus R and B mix up. Teddy Riley, but not Man, I was listening to his hits earlier. I was like, dog. He nah, got plenty of them, though. Like, honestly, I think that Teddy Riley babyface one that we're supposed to be getting is the perfect matchup for you. Uh, yeah, that's going to be great. It's going to be a good one. Um, and number one, I got... <laughs> I just threw this together. Probably 
weird. DJ Premier versus Barry Gordy. Don't look random as shit, bro. Don't listen mad random, but you might get some love this week, bro. I'm doing like style, like different styles against each other and shit like that because everyone's like, oh, it's just an R&B versus R&B battle. Okay, well, some people like hip-hop over R&B, so maybe they'll value that more than the other. So it's just a little bit. I tried to keep them more so the same for that reason because then I feel like the voting is yeah. skewed. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't f with R and B, so of course the rap nigga gonna win. But you ain't even looking at the hits for the hits, man. You looking at it for the genre. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Eric, what you got? Uh, all right, so five. I got Metro Boomin and Mike Will made it. Oh, Four. I'm gonna go Ninth Wonder and No ID. Okay. Three. This is random, but Quincy Jones and Dr. Dre. That, that one, yes. Classics. Uh, two Timberland versus Missy. Hmm. Mm. And one <laughs> Kanye. I was gonna say she can't win because all her stuff, his stuff. I was just gonna say. But he's a songwriter too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, uh, my list. I got um, number five. I got Manny Fresh, Lil John. I feel like Manny Fresh got washed by Scott Storch because it wasn't a good mat- matchup. But against someone like Lil John, it would have been far more entertaining and interesting. And Manny would have looked a little bit better as long as he didn't pull out no weak skits. Uh, <laughs> number four. I'm going to go The Dream versus Neo. Because you got some hits and you got some songs, right? And I thought that would be, that would be fun. Number three, I got Usher vs. Trey songs because that's been a little scuttlebutt on the internet for some reason. Like, people think Usher ain't got no hits. So, Dude, Usher watch Trey songs. I'm like, Trey will put up a little fight. Trey will put up a fight. I, everybody keeps saying wash them. I don't know if it'd be washing outside of like. No, bro. Usher, come on now. Usher, Usher got, is what? He, he wanted 25, washed. 30 years deep now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on now. Yeah. Um, number two, I got Kanye versus Pharrell because I mean they're like this, the the I mean like they're the geniuses of this. Yeah. They would have to do like a forty song battle though. You couldn't you couldn't do just twenty for them too. And the number I one, I feel like Kanye would ruin it now. Like Kanye now, yeah, because like he would just play like all his new shit. Yeah, <laughs> if he did it right, you know, this is the greatest shit I ever made. Yo, put some respect on my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number one, I got um. Diddy versus Jay-Z. Because um, Jay-Z has some writing credits that are really interesting. Like, when everybody was going crazy over Still Dre in that Scott Storage Manny Fresh battle, I was like, I wonder how many niggas realized Jay-Z wrote this entire song for Dr. Dre. Like, legit walked up to Dre, gave him some rap. Dre looked at that and said, this ain't, this ain't hard enough. Do something different. Jay said, all right, give me a second. He came back with a whole different set. Mm. And that became still Dre, like the nigga cold. Can you just imagine telling Jay Z like this ain't it? Last week, like had <laughs> <laughs> him bars up hard, Jay. He said that first draft was like all like money cars and like bling bling and can the naughty some LA stuff come back. So Jay was like, "All right, I got you." Hmm. So yeah, that'd be my list. Um. Yeah. All right, so um, at number five, I got 50 Cent and Ja Rule. 
<laughs> Everyone would love to see that. I will tune into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, at number four, can I actually audible yours? Could you like do like Murder Inc. versus uh, G Unit? Yeah, there you go. That works. Yeah, broaden that out. I'm gonna give you. Right. Yeah, broaden that one out. I want to see that. Cause that'd be lit. Um, at number four, this is random. Kanye versus DJ Khaled. Oh, Khaled get lost. Both their personalities is wild. Oh, uh, you looking? Yeah, you for the entertainment value. No, I'm saying plus the music, like yeah. that's crazy. Like that'd be lit. Um, at number three, I have the Dream versus Neo. Are you just gonna take mine? I've been at that on here, B. I don't believe you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, on the G, I had it, bro. <laughs> we gotta start randomizing our uh, order. <laughs> we should. Can you go on first next hey, week? Niggas stay every time I win. I'm gonna win. <laughs> I gotta be cheap. Niggas ain't shit. All right, what else on your list, nigga? Um, shit. Oh, uh, um, number two, Usher versus Chris Brown. Mm, that's a good one. Um, number one. Damn, what was my number one? B. Hold on. We can hear him clicking through his phone like because mm. I wrote all them down. I gotta oh for real versus Kanye. Alright. Eric ain't believing it. <laughs> I, it's here, nigga. Eric ain't believing it. Uh oh. Dude, Watch you him. see this shit, bro? This that bullshit. <laughs> I can see dude laughing silently it's in the not, background. <laughs> I get treated like the stepchild of this album. We don't know where Tim exactly went, but we're going to sign off. We'll do it for him mm-hmm. at the end here. All right. So if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E, because... Your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. At Buzzbearer on Twitter. That's all you get. Goddamn right. <laughs> Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy. Oh wait, no. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim King. Do your vodka twin. I'm a gentleman. So go ahead and uh, do his outro. Yeah, he always okay. here. Like he's never had to get replaced. Oh yeah, yeah. It's payback now, motherfucker. <laughs> I've been waiting for this shit, nigga. And it's what? What do you say? And it's your boy. Um, T I A L. I mean T I A K I N Z. The number three, <laughs> Mr. Give It To Me. <laughs> <laughs> dilly dilly, I eat booty, I lick ass crap. <laughs> I just got a message from Sam saying, call Tim for my number. Well, so, I'm going to get, gonna get right one. Right now, as soon as I hear this right now, go to Tim Twitter, his Instagram, and his Facebook. And just put booty, put um the cheeks emojis. <laughs> and, and some eggplants on there. So oh, so it sounds like I'm I'm on time, but I'm never late. Okay? No, okay. uh, nigga, fuck this nigga. You still okay. do that shit right now. <laughs> and it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catch from a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Uh, he was like, shit, what's wrong with you, fam? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, brown nose. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the show this week. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Talk to y'all next week. Booty. Peace out. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. 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 Media.